Hello and welcome to Doyle Boys, a podcast where each week us three brothers happy decide what is the... It's a happy... Happy... It is a happy, happy. new year. It's so happy when you interrupt the start of oh, the show. Uh, 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 sorry. I can't believe that this is the first podcast of the year. This is great, isn't it? It is. It's, it's like, amazing. We haven't podcasted in so long. We haven't podcasted since last year. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, but I also, it has been like last year. three weeks or something since we it last had a like podcast. Three weeks, yeah. Since we've last had a podcast, I've had a child. Yes. And I, I can only died. and conceived a child. The same child conceived and birthed. <laughs> In the three week period Stephen known for his speedy babies Yeah, yeah. Express and checkout Speaking of Stephen Who are we? I'm James Doyle And I'm joined as always by Stephen Doyle The baby haver And current And We don't, we don't know who's the champion Current champion Yeah let's give Podcaster me the championship of the Podcaster of the previous year Yeah let's go with that sure Andrew Doyle <laughs> Yeah That's Hello. legit That's the three of us That's us And in this week's we episode we we're going to be deciding what the best book is of all time. Book. Definitely legitimate choices, not just influenced by our personal biases. <laughs> uh, but this week, we'll be battling over uh, Soul Music by Terry Pratchett. Uh, 1984 by George Orwell. Yes. Uh, Northern Lights by Philip Pullman. Uh, the Hobbit by Big Mr. Tolkien. Uh, the Bible by Christ, Christ himself. Jesus. <laughs> uh, different Seasons by Stephen King. We've got Small Gods, also by Terry Pratchett, and The Stand, also by Stephen King. Wow, what cool choices! Do you could you tell that we both that we like Stephen King and Terry Pratchett? Yeah, we doubled up on those, and we like the Bible too. We we should well, preface in saying that we were brought up in a very avid reading reading household and we were made yes. to read quite a lot yeah and you we did get the stick you got the stick if you didn't read your book for the oh, night Jesus. You got the, you I remember getting stick. that stick shoved right up me <laughs> yeah. I read after that <laughs> wow so but before to be honest, we dive... I don't read that much anymore I don't read I don't that read much it. I have not read in several years really more than several years yeah I've been reading a good bit lately I've been reading uh, a book yeah, series which is Brings me handily onto the books that didn't quite make it onto the episode, the loser list, the Expanse series of books. I picked the first book of that series uh, as one of my favorite books because I've been reading through them and they're fantastic. The final book of the series came out like last month, and I just started reading it a few days ago. Who written these? Uh, these? It's 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 by Family Guy, I think. By James S. A. Corey is the name, but it's actually two different people who write together at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. The and there's a, there's a TV show of it as well It's on Amazon I think uh, mm-hmm, It's also very very good But it's cool sci-fi stuff You should watch that and read it And then go ooh James is right this should have been in the list I heard, what it, was one? Like sh- I heard it was like shit Star Trek That's what I heard Oh that sounds so bad that, That's inaccurate um, Fair enough So we have the Hobbit on our list We don't have the Lord of the Rings Yeah that's I was, a joke I can't wait till the Hobbit gets kicked out That's going to be fun I was I was thinking about putting Lord of the Rings in, but Lord of the Rings is three books. Do you know what I mean? It's a trilogy of books. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. The first the first one would go with a good shout. Would it though? With all the Tom Bombadil stuff. That's the, like the best part of the book. No, it's not. It's just Tom Bombadil and his waste of time. wife living in a forest, getting freaky. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the dark, the dark what, tower books. Your, 
any of the Dark Tower books. Yeah, a lot of Stephen King it's hard, books could have been. It's hard out. to pick out one Dark Tower book. I think I think the Dark Tower series is like up there as one of my favorite series of all time. But picking one book out is hard. Yeah, I was going to do Wizard and Glass, the one with all the riddles where they go back in time. Yeah. Um, I don't know what other books were you thinking, Andy, that didn't make your list for you. One of my favorite books growing up was the Barrytown trilogies, but like the Snapper and the Van and the Commitments. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I never got into those ones. Oh, I love them. They're great. Yeah, they were. Uh, I, I love them as well. They're really good. The um, the Godfather books are really really good. I'd heard that they were good. Taken yeah. with the tradition of the book being better than the film, the film was great, and the books are even better. Oh, I don't know. I I remember reading the first one. I don't remember if I read more or not, and I've never I don't seen, think the I've films. seen the Godfather films. So, yeah, yeah, you, you spoke, neither of you have said that on podcast before. Too intellectual <laughs> for these movies, you know. Speaking I don't want to lower myself. Saved. Speaking these of intellectual pieces, I think it should be prefaced now going into this that I do have a degree in English literature. Oh no! From one of the top five colleges in one of the top thirty countries in one of the top nine planets in this solar system. <laughs> I have a degree in I have a degree in philosophy, so it's they're yeah. all bullshit. Yeah, but you know, I got no, no, they're not. Just because you, you know? made that, just because you made that choice, James, don't make us pay for it. All right. Oh, you, everybody's got to pay for my choices. Um, but yeah, that should be prefaced now. Do you know? All right. And it okay. should also be prefaced that I have street smarts. What was it you said to me, Andy? You said you foregoing reading for just knowing instead. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. I told like several people about that. <laughs> All right, we're done with this hellhole of a loser's corner. We are. Yeah, Get out of this. I do have. Terrible. I do have one thing I want to just revisit. We did our last episode was our review of the year or whatever. Oh, that was great. It was. It was pretty good, but uh, first of all, our best movie of the year was inaccurate because Spider Man. No, no, no. no. And the Matrix were both better than you all the movies that this. came out. You can't, you I know. I'm just. They podcasts. came out. They came out too late. I'm not saying I want to amend it. I'm just telling you the facts. The other thing is in the TV the show category, Stephen, you nominated that. What's that called? Sex. The Tim Robinson guy on tape. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you should. I, leave. So leave I now. was like, yeah. I've been missing out on this show. I Everyone keeps saying. I think good. you should leave. I think you should leave. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So I went and watched that. It's terrible. Mm. It's so bad. It's, I, I liked it. I was laughing. I don't know why I found it funny. I laughed I at like one it. thing in the whole show. I, I watched, watched the entire I, thing. You watched the entire thing? Yeah. And you only Waiting for something thing. funny to happen. I watched two episodes. Nothing funny happened. He just shouts and gets more angry and it's just... I think that's the yeah. whole thing. That's I know, but it's... Thing, like. But it's, it's no good. There's no creativity in it. It's just... How can you say I just want no to have creativity. a bit of a rant about how shit it was. That's all. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's Except nice for the bit where Santa is an actor, that that bit was good. I I I don't think he can go back giving out about other podcasts because that's that's ridiculous. Eh? No, mostly I just yeah. want to give out about this that TV all, show and Stephen's no, this selection is all of it. Just so just so we're aware of the kind of thing that Stephen no, thinks about. You're saying mostly you wanted to do that, but also what you mostly did was talk about movies and shit like that. So no, this is all move. Let's move on. <laughs> James, one yeah. demerit to you. Yeah, oh yeah, yes also I'm introducing the merits into the podcast so just get ready for that oh and, and brand new for 2022 the merits the merits have aggregates <laughs> as well so they carry over to the next podcast <laughs> I hope you're right. keeping a running record of these so let's jump into our battles then first up we have Soul Music by Terry Pratchett chosen by Steve versus The Hobbit by J.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R.R
Tell yeah, me, boys, I, who's the best? I was, shocked, I was shocked with The Hobbit as a choice because I think the book one, Lord of the Rings, is better than The Hobbit. Like, The Hobbit is kind of not that good. Yeah, but... but the Hobbit see... tells a unique story. Go ahead. Well, they're all unique stories. Like Not unique, well, sorry. Every, like, generally a one-and-done story. Unique. Jesus, James. A self-contained story that happens to overlap with all the other books and you don't really get the end of it. I don't care for The Hobbit myself, but you're a fan of it, Andrea. Yeah, well, I just have really fond memories of it. Of, um, I think we were in, in senior infants. This was school. This is an important, important um, development in my life. You were about 15, like, 16 senior infants. You've repeated like that, yeah. repeat that class with 10 <laughs> like times. It was, it was puberty stage, yeah. But uh, like for half an hour every day, the teacher used to just stop everything and just read us The Hobbit. And we read what the whole book. What was his book. name? The coolest teacher in the school. The yeah, he was, was beautiful. Didn't he like? Locks. I never yeah. had. Didn't he like teacher. run off on his missus with some other hippie? He's a hippie, like or something like that. That was his he whole was, thing. He was he like was a sexy hippie. Hippie twinged. Yeah, I don't think he was full hippie. Like, no, he was. Oh, you never want to go full hippie. I still see him around, but um, yeah, for like half an hour every day, and even the idiots, even the ne'er do wells, mm. were all, all your friends, book. like yeah, you, like. <laughs> like he used to just sit sit in a stool in the middle of the class and just read out of this and like it just had the whole class in troll and there's no good and at the time this is... yeah there's no Lord of the Rings like I, I, I don't know if might have started coming out maybe around that time hmm. no I don't I think, think it did I don't think it no, did no sure this would have been like what 98, 99 probably something like that probably yeah yeah. and like oh, that type of thing or that yeah 98 sorry. but like at that time in Irish schools that was not done that was not done at all the idea no. of like just sitting and being with children and reading them enough story it wasn't done in, in in our school anyway that's for sure yeah yeah he was a no, bit I feel revolutionary like, like. I think maybe they had just gotten out of the stage of hitting you maybe <laughs> I feel like it wasn't fire from it wasn't f- they certainly they still picked their nose in front of you I remember that and then some of them still put blue tack <laughs> in their chest there and then ate it <laughs> I remember that but yeah that was just a great and I've 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 read it a couple of times since, maybe twice since, and it's never mm. actually been as good as someone else reading it. And I can still picture back to those days of him reading me that book and this Glorious crazy days. story. Teacher, teacher, read us a story. Yeah, that was it, James. Yeah, that sounds like you. You make. I don't know. Do you remember this chap, Mister Hayes, James? You were maybe I a did, bit yeah. older. I didn't mm-hmm. have him as uh, he was never my teacher, but I remember him. Ah, that's your problem. With no. beautiful flowing locks. So James votes for soul music. Then never had that teacher. That's interesting. So yeah, I oh, think no, soul music. I didn't oh, think we were voting best teacher. I thought we were voting on the book. Obviously, soul music is a better story because that's had a massive film made about it. Like obviously, it's going to be a better story, isn't it? Well, look, there's no good films made of the Terry Pratchett ones. That I mean, that doesn't mean that it's it, a better one just because there's a never, film of it. They never chose soul music. No, they didn't. Like I don't get what your point is. Like he's got about fifty books. Best material. Well, if your argument is that this is not the best Terry Pratchett book, then okay, let's have a conversation. But the argument is, is this better than The Hobbit? <laughs> mm-hmm. The answer is yes, it's better than The Hobbit. Um, why? I don't know if you remember why, because there's so much in it that's like a uh, not a parody, but like oh, there's a lot of, of real life. There is a lot of pages. The Hobbit hasn't got as many pages as this book. Uh, so good point there, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> subtract one. <laughs> I would subtract one to quantity me. alone. I I would count that as a bad thing. Yeah, uh, bigger, bigger is better. Always with books. I think what's really good about soul music is that it's 
in one sense familiar you know because it's doing it's the Beatles it's about the Beatles that's what it's about um, so in one sense it's familiar but at the same time you're in this world of trolls and you know fantasy and uh, hilarity and so on and so forth it's just it's such a rich book it's one of those ones where when you keep going back and reading it you see something again and again and you, mm-hmm. you know that kind of way what do you think of soul music James? soul music I, I love soul music I think that was one of the earliest interesting. Pratchett books that I read in general yeah, and it was either it was either that or Color of Magic was the first one I think that we read, right? Uh, definitely not like Color of Magic. Color of Magic is definitely like the first book that came out, but we were later too. I remember we? reading it later because that's a hard one to get into at first. Do you know what I mean? Because it's when he started writing the books and then he got better. Mm, mm. Yeah, that's true. But one thing the soul yeah, music has a whole bunch of it focuses on the character of death. Mm. in the books and in the Discworld mm-hmm. Death is just amazing he's always yeah, an interesting character so like cool. it's, it's such an interesting not. idea that like the humans of the world take the concept of death and then their their imagination creates a figure figure to represent us and because it's a magical world death becomes a real thing a real figure but then mm. when he's made into something real he suddenly has emotions and yeah. doesn't want to be stuck in the same job his whole death yeah. and Sorry? In some of the stories, yeah, he has an issue with it. Yeah. He goes through stages. But I think it took him a million years to like he was dead for like a million years. Um now I really just want to say the word anthropomorphic personification. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is that's what that's like the, the biggest word I know I'd say. But yeah, so I think uh soul music is is far better than the Hobbit. Like I know you're trying to say, Oh, they made a film out of the Hobbit. Like but they made three bad films out of The Hobbit to be fair that was the thing yeah three films out of one wee little man's book mm-hmm. if the film had been a video of your teacher reading the book oh it would have been so good with Birkenstocks and his black I, socks yeah he's wearing Birkenstocks I can still he has so much him. money <laughs> did he smoke rollies do you think he seemed like no he's too healthy he's too cool yeah i never seen him smoking huh? oh, what a legend he still he has the same hair you see him going about he still has the same amazing flowing hair but it's just all grey now well, really? whereas, looks gorgeous Mr. Hayes I don't know if it's grey <laughs> you know what he did do hasn't greyed in 20 years you know what he did do he outlasted Terry Pratchett so that's another one for me that's not cool Terry Pratchett is uh, probably a knight I'd imagine he must be Ed. Sir Terry Pratchett oh well I don't I don't uh, acknowledge that sort of right well let's pop off a vote shall we I'm not a dirty dirty tan <laughs> I'll vote for uh, Terry Pratchett's soul music I'll vote Andy. for The Hobbit by Durr Tolkien. Uh, I'll also vote for Soul Music by Terry Pratchett because as much as I love The Hobbit, it is a fantastic book and a fantastic read. It's just, it's not as good as Soul Music. Sure, it might have had more cultural impact or whatever, but that's because oh, people that are wrong. Great argument to make. Sure that would have been a good argument to make, actually. Yeah. Maybe save it for the next round. Maybe hmm. I will. So next up, <laughs> we have we have another, another uh, Terry Pratchett choice which is Small Gods, chosen by me, versus an Andrew Lamo pick, The Bible. We don't oh, even know who The Bible's written by. don't think it matters, does it? A book? I don't think it matters, yeah. We know it's a book. The question is best mm. book, not best... Could have been written by a computer. And that would so be if, pretty if we had put That's true. Could have been Potter written by a computer. In. We had to put Harry Potter in and said, oh, let's consider the author. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be down with that. So why is Small Gods better than 
an actual god, James, that is all around us constantly. So Small Gods is a book about like, you know, it's about religion. It's about um, the 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 characters who believe in one huge god, as the Bible is about, uh, confronting the idea that their way isn't the only way. <laughs> what is Stephen doing? Just just sucking off a microphone in the corner. Um, and it's a nice moral story about, hey, you can't just force things to be your way. And it's nice. It's a good book. And it's got a turtle who's a god trapped in a little turtle's body. That is a great part, the, the turtle thing. But you're saying it's a good book. Andrew's got literally the good book. The book that's known as the good book. Yeah, it but is, is it that the, good though? Have, here, here's, a most, here's a question. Here's a question. It's sold the most of any book in the history of books over here's a question. of years. Here's a question. I've got a question. Go I've got one yeah. question. Please. Have any of you read the Bible? Never have, never will. Fuck that book of shit. Yeah. Excuse oh, my friend. Sorry for the I question. I haven't read the Bible. But we're not voting for the best book that I've read. We're I think that is exactly what ever. we're voting for. No. I don't no, know. He has a good no, point. No, he has a good point. No. He has a good point. We're voting for the best book ever. And you know, I was thinking there very recently. And I was thinking, how do you rate a good book? <laughs> Maybe it's on its cultural impact. <laughs> and the cultural nice, impact you? that the Bible has had far surpasses the cultural impact that small small gods has had. Small gods, when you, when it boils down to it, is based on the Bible's preachings and what effect the Bible has had on the world. So without the Bible, there is no small gods. So James, he's really given it to there on the cultural impact. Now I have a obvious comeback for that. You probably have one as well, I'd imagine. No, 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 no. I, I, I'd okay, like to I'll hear the, your obvious no, no. comeback, please. I, no, I'll do the comeback for you. I'll do the comeback for you. Uh-oh. It's been... A lot of it is negative. <laughs> yes, the cultural impact has been negative. <laughs> no, no, no. It hasn't all been when, when slavery was allowed, the cultural impact of the Bible was to support slavery. When sexism mm. and racism and all the rest of it was allowed, the cultural impact of the Bible was support that. But Right. So it really is a reflection of the... Along, if you're just going to cruise... <laughs> this is a hot take. If you're yeah. just going to cruise along in your life, right, and get everything yeah. handed to you and everything perfect and be free... Yeah. Imagine how much closer together the AI crowd the of debaucherant people... They're not debaucherant, they're just folks. But feel, yeah. feel now that they've been brought together to fight to be recognised as humans. Because the Bible didn't recognise them before. Maybe that was the Bible's intention all along, to bring people was, together. Was to bring people together by keeping them apart for as long as possible so then it exactly. feels good when they finally James, come together again. You're always talking about this thing, this thing in tech. The, is it the ultimatum or the... The singularity. The singularity. Maybe we're the heading ultimate. towards the Bible's singularity, where it's, it is actually imploding upon itself and people are moving away from it. But that right, was that's the Can we just stop... Along. Well, Whatever he's saying is move. Andrew, can you tell me anything good about the words in this book? Like, think <laughs> of the words that you read in this book, or anybody has ever read in this book. What's your favourite you moment in the Bible? Oh, I like chapter 7, or I like verse, you know, Sam, or whatever they have. When he goes out to the burning bush, and it's like all on fire, and he puts it out with his massive dragon dick. <laughs> I'm ready to vote. I'm ready to vote too. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't think you should understand this. Like, small gods is I'm a gonna... book. Well, yeah, it yeah, it is exactly. Yeah, so we'll end it there. Oh, you're heathens. If you <laughs> right, I'm, I'm going to vote for small really gods. Did you ever really think the Bible had? 
Of course Absolutely. I'll vote for small gods too, obviously. Did you ever really think the Bible was going to win, Andrew? Absolutely. The Bible is the best book ever. It's a, it's a book, book ever. It sold the most copies. Yeah, mostly selling to priests who fucking carried them around the world. It wasn't like people were going, you know, i got to buy a Bible. Or someone some, more. Some people, because you were shamed. Bibles. Yeah, because you're shamed if you didn't buy a Bible. Oh, the Bible. Okay. Look, if you're not religious... Don't force your own religiousness on me, but I want to force my religiousness on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Right. Well, we've made a correct decision for once. So let's move on to our next battle, which is The Stand by Stephen King, chosen by me, versus 1984 by George Orwell, chosen by Steve. Please. Uh, is, this, is The Stand the only Stephen King book in here? No, there's another one somewhere. No, there? there's, there's another one. Seasons. Yeah. Different seasons. Okay, fair enough. Um, Discounting different seasons from the conversation, then I'm just going to pretend that that book doesn't exist, right? Sure, because we're not talking about that book. Exactly. So I would say it's very difficult to say that the stand is the best Stephen King book. Hmm. I'd argue fairly hard against that. I don't think I've okay. read the stand. No, you wouldn't have read it now. God, it's, it's so fucking good, though. Your it's man so flag. good. It's like a huge sprawling epic. Like, yeah, flag it is, is brilliant. A huge sprawling epic. But In then way, there's also the bad guy from the Dark Tower as well. He's linked into all these other Stephen King books and so on. Mm-hmm. In a way, it's kind of it kind of is for people who haven't aren't familiar with the Dark Tower. This the Stand is kind of his magnum opus. Yeah. Like if you'd never read the Dark Tower or got involved with the Dark Tower. Yeah. It's kind of his. It's his biggest, most epic, uh, sort of a thing. And people know Stephen King for horror, really, but it's not ho- It's not horror. Yeah. It's more fantasy, I would say. Not even. I I don't know what you would class classify it as kind of thriller it's, it's called well I'll just bring my little college degree out here it's called speculative oh. fiction which is often yeah, that makes science sense. fiction um, but uh, that's what it is like it's so cool like it like it's a thousand pages long or something roughly speaking but like the first 200 pages of the book are just about this like outbreak of a pandemic basically and um, that's your type of thing fair enough the world getting destroyed and all uh and then the whole rest of the book is like takes on a completely different vent and like the kind of survivors gathering right? together like to yeah to stop a bad guy basically mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah which um, is very well done and very cool um, but my book 1984 you know we were talking earlier on about cultural impact in this book we meet Big Brother in this book we go to room 101 well these do we want are things Big Brother like the TV show that we don't want to be associated with that like I don't know. Jade Goody's titty? No, I've seen Jade Goody's titty once. <laughs> it's a dead titty. And it was disgusting. Um, so, yeah, but that's, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's a it's a book that has seeped into the minds, the hearts, and the titties of the people, like, do you know what I mean? And Room 101 is in there as well. Like, um, 1984 is one of those books that when I first read it, I just turned it right back over, read it again. I must have read that I've probably read that book 20, 30 times no exaggeration 20 or 30 times never grabbed me never grabbed you yeah. you I must did, have I, no heart I did really like 1984 but like um, the ending of it is just too bleak I'm just I'm not interested in bleak endings it just gets yeah. boring I, like you, when you I say was 16, it gets boring hold on no no no, no, no you no, say the, it gets boring but everything ends with a happy ending that's what's boring yeah the, but that's and he don't forget he wrote this book in like the 50s or something like that yeah so, yeah at at the time that he was turning that ending to make it bleak, it was really uncommon to do that. 
So maybe now it's born to do oh the bleak sad ending. But he was the one who was doing it before anyone else was doing it. Yeah, but but was he though? There's plenty of like bleak stories before, prior to that that kind of go nowhere. Like what? Well, I can't think. Of, uh, was it Fahrenheit four five one? That was before that, wasn't it? After that was the sixties Fahrenheit. Was it? I don't yeah. know. That also has a terrible ending anyway. Um, but well, like when I was sixteen, when I was sixteen writing stories. I used to put bad endings to stories because, like, oh, I'm so edgy, I'm so cool. Look at me. You don't need happy endings. Yeah, and you're. But like, it's it's just lame. I don't know. You were pretty smart when you were 16, bro. I know, and then I lost. You're it. you're like one of those prodigies, prodigies, that uh, was going to be everything, and now he just has long hair. Yeah, you're like Benjamin Button, except for. You don't get younger as you get older. You just get more stupid. Uh, <laughs> no, you're like you're like Benjamin Button, but instead of being born old and dying young, you're born young. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, two good books, I think, really. Except James will never admit that anything is good other than his pick. So it's hard for him to say that. Like, no, no, this isn't this isn't my usual thing of. Blindly standing up for my thing. I genuinely think the stand is better than nineteen eighty four. It just kind of you say that every time when you blindly stand up for your thing. No, it? yeah, but this time I'm saying that I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh, this um, one time. Oh, oh, right. oh, is that a wolf over there, boy? What's the wolf doing? What's the wolf? <laughs> boy, you cried wolf. I have oh, a right. degree. Oh, right. God. Oh, we're so illiterate. So, Andrew, have you read nineteen eighty four? Uh, yeah, I started. I couldn't get into. it couldn't get into it the trick Ask is the one. ask me the other one have you read The Stand yeah I started I couldn't get into it <laughs> we should have had someone in guest we should have had Ning in guesting this week don't yeah, make me Ning. be racist why would you be racist there's no need to be because I was going to do an um, impersonation of him <laughs> it's very hard to do an impersonation of Ning actually it's a strange accent Um. How um how are we going to sway Andrew either way here, James? Because he's illiterate and racist, apparently as well. <laughs> um, just go for the better book, Andrew, and that's the stand. Pretty straightforward. I think the thing about nineteen eighty four um that I think makes it a better book is it's one of those books where you're seeing things from the main character's uh, point of view. So it's like you get up with him in the morning, you go to him at work, and you see what he's thinking. He says, "Oh, I think that if I do this." then I'm going to be worried or whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. You're fully immersed in that main character's uh, thoughts. You are that main character, you know, for all intents and purposes. You are Winston. And then he falls in love with this hot young bit. And uh, so then you get to fall in love too. So it's nice to see someone falling in love. It's always a good story. and They go in and around. And it's this sort of uh, analysis of the real world and the dangers of what could happen if the power of government becomes all-encompassing. <coughs> Whereas yeah, the stand, what's like the elevator pitch for the stand? You know, it's hard stand, to describe. It has a cool pandemic that nobody's ever experienced before. And <laughs> it has an old lady who gathers all the good people up through their dreams. And they come to her house in the farm. And then they go fight the bad guys who have a nuclear bomb. It's a long book. It's in a long Las book. Las Vegas. I think that's what happens sort of like in that Fallout. book. I can't I remember. Think that's what happens in Fallout. But it's really good. I and mean, as as usual with Stephen King books, it's all about the characters and 
how they developed throughout the story. It's not just about the the overarching plot. The actual characters are what makes it interesting. He writes good people. He it's interesting does. that you say that the characters is what makes it interesting. When my whole argument was that my character, you get to be my character. Yeah, sort of so, a Ready Player One sort of a vibe. <laughs> but the characters in the stand are better than fucking whatever his name is, is Winston in nineteen eighty four. Is he kind of dumb it down for me here by saying Ready Player One and just mentioning things that I might know? Look, we I had an argument about it's movies. Okay. There's been movies and TV shows made of both of these things, and the stand has had some good ones. And 1984, what? I've never seen a good 1984. That's not the argument. That is not the argument. That's not the argument. That's and also, the, the film of 1984, when it was made, was considered unbelievably epic. It was won Oscars. It was legendary. There's never been a good thing made of the stand ever. I've never seen any film about 1984, so. I don't know how to argue against that. Well, I just told you it won Oscars, so fair play to you. All right, look, I'd be happy for either of these to win this because The Stand is genuinely uh, a very, very good book. I just happen to think that the 1984 is far, 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 far better. Um, so I'm going to fire off a vote for 1984. Well, I'll vote for The Stand. Andrew, who are you going to vote for? The most handsome? Well, I, I think I'm going to have to vote for 1984 because obviously it's a massive book. That's... No, it's really small. The Stand hmm. is a really big book. Yeah, but the 1984 has, much, has had, had massive cultural impact, and uh, I have read a little bit. But I remember enjoying it, but maybe I might have read the whole thing. I don't know. The Who trick knows? is to skip the manifesto in the middle, the first seven times you read it. <laughs> right, manifesto. Right, next there up. We have it. Oh, what? I said, there we have it. There we have it. Uh, next up in our final battle of the first round we've got Northern Lights by Philip Pullman chosen by Steve of course <laughs> versus Different Seasons chosen by Andrew Different Seasons which is a collection of novellas by Stephen King what what mm-hmm. novellas are in that collection tell you what I'll tell you alright oh, Andrew oh wait no am I right here now I'm waiting for you oh yeah Hope Springs Eternal never well, heard of it Rita Hayward and Shawshank Redemption. Never heard of it. Apt Pupil. <laughs> the Body. And The Breeding Method. Never heard of any of them. Okay, the first one is not a thing. What was the first one what? you said? Hope Springs Eternal, Rita Hayward and Shawshank Redemption. That's oh. the name of the Shawshank Redemption. I thought it was just Rita Hayward and Shawshank Redemption. I never heard this Hope Springs Eternal bit of it. Oh my god, he's just so stupid. I can't believe like that you didn't even hear that. I also never heard of it. So that's Andrew's seven books in one. <laughs> four books in one. Four books in one. Different seasons. Three, four different seasons. Three which have been made into massive blockbuster hit films. Apt Pupil was not a blockbuster hit film. But it's a great story though. I never watched that. F- I never watched it's a film good of it. It's supposed to be good though. Is it's it? Good which other one was made into a film? Uh, the Body. Shawshank Redemption and... Obviously. The Body was Stand By Me. Body. Stand by me, yeah. What's what's Stand by Me? Is that the kid gets stuck by Phoenix. bees or something? Like They're oh, the yeah, kids walking on the train tracks and they find the body, you know. I'm sure that's very good. I've never seen that one, but I'm sure it's very, very good. No well, we're talking about the books anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, juicy little pick. So it's funny that you've kind of picked one book that's kind of four inside of it in a way, but they're all unrelated. There's no relationship between them. 
mm-hmm. um, whereas I picked one book that goes on to start a trilogy which actually goes into another three books after that which also goes into another two books before it what bullshit does happen in um, Northern Lights again that's the one where she has the alethiometer, which is the truth reader. It's like a big compass. It's also known as the golden compass. That might help you. Um, and so she's a little girl that's in a college, and then she gets this compass, and she has to run away to go to the north. To and she has a magical kids. pet animal that can turn into different animals. Yeah, that's sort of the big gimmick of it, isn't it? They're known as demons or daemons. Because I know I definitely read it. I read all of those, that trilogy, but... It's a fantastic trilogy. And I just have a hard, hard time remembering it. Kind of unmemorable in that way. It's the one with a big snow bear. It has got a good snow bear in it. Now he's just—he's just failing his memory because it goes against his choice. So I wouldn't no, put too much actually, weight on that. It actually—it actually—I actually can't remember, but I definitely did read them. I will—I yeah, will yeah. say I cannot remember how that trilogy of books ends in general. But I do remember. Yeah, kind how, of, I do remember how this book ends. Yeah, it kind of ends with a sort of a flat note. Um, and so now he's got this trilogy that comes out after them, that follows on for it called the book of the books of dust or the book of dust or something like that. Yeah, are they good? Um, I've read the first two. We're waiting for the third one to come out. No one really knows okay. when it was supposed to come out a while ago. Uh, the first one of the next trilogy is good, and uh, the second one is not good. <laughs> so we'll see how the third one comes out. It was hard to pick one of the first three trilogy to go with. You know, Northern Lights, mm-hmm. uh, the Subtle Knife, or the Amber Spyglass. I Couldn't think Northern Lights Spy- is the strongest one. I think it might be. I really like the Sultan Knife because I like the uh, young boy character in it. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, Northern Lights, I just love it. It's one. It's again, it's one of those worlds where it's kind of familiar yet unfamiliar because mm. she's in Oxford, so you think, oh yeah, I'm in Oxford. But everyone in the world has a tiny little creature that changes shape until they hit puberty. Yeah. So that's also weird. And the church has an inordinate amount of power in it, so there's big god teams in it. Um, and it's all and like yeah. steampunky and everything, isn't it? Yeah, it's steampunky. People ride... Um, you know balloons in the sky and there's no real technology there's not modern technology like you know yeah yeah um yeah the whole thing she's like traveling on canal boats or something yeah with the i can't remember what they're called but they're basically gypsies or travelers as we have here in ireland river people um river folk river folk um i just think it's a great book because it's available to all ages you know anybody anybody Mm. can read this book young or old Uh, even blind people actually can read (laughs) this book Really? They made a Braille version, did they? No, no, no. That's the magic of the Northern Knights. Oh, that is pretty magical. That, that'll that weigh pretty heavily now. I ha- I've i never seen any evidence okay. about that. But uh, What book am I arguing well, against again? I, different I would seasons say, I would say that I definitely read different seasons at the same time that I would have read the Northern Knights. Mm-hmm. Like those two books could... were on the shelf at the same time. And different seasons I ended up reading... Possibly twenty times, Northern Lights. Mm-hmm. I read once and didn't enjoy. Yeah, I, pro- it. I probably read different. I probably read different seasons three or four times, and Northern Lights ten or twenty times. Already, oh, really? I probably lean more towards Andrew on that one. Like different seasons, the whole story about App Pupil, and then like you're in school at the time as you're reading App Pupil, mm. and you're kind of of the age, and then also the body, obviously, like you're a young kid as well. And so just for reading that. just for people who don't know, App Pupil is uh, your man finds that this old guy who lives in the street is a Nazi, a, a Nazi. He, but he's an actual World War Two Nazi. Yeah. And he like, he mess the kid messes up this old man or something, right? He like does a power play. Yeah, he kind of, I think, like, I think his whole thing is that he realizes he, he can actually control, he 
can mess with the soul guy as you're saying like control him in a certain way like he has a bit yeah, of yeah basically saying like I'll out you as a Nazi if you don't do what I want basically yeah kind of but it gets really really nice. weird like there's yeah. like a sexual aspect to it I think and so there's yeah. a, a violent aspect to it I don't remember that and the old man, uh, not between the old man and the boy Not I don't think between the old man and the boy but the boy grows up throughout the course of the story and um, oh yeah yeah it's a great story it is a great story it is I'm trying to remember okay the body is the stand that's probably from like the 80s to like the mid 90s oh not the stand sorry stand by me uh, the body is stand by me that's probably one of the most culturally big stories of the time for teen period, like teen boy kind of like thing sort of a coming of age teen boy yeah. thing like and yeah. no really a teen girl because the girl falls in love with the boy who dies right I can't remember yeah right so this um, one's not memorable that's interesting but the only thing is it does have Shawshank Redemption on it like Shawshank Redemption is probably the best Stephen King example no, no, of him no. actually painting painting a picture of a place that you've never been to before mm-hmm. and, and actually painting a place for you with his words mm-hmm. and actually putting I, you somewhere else I disagree. I don't think the book is as good as the film in this case. Or the novella, I should say. I think okay, the well, film I never fleshes so much I never, out. I never made that point. You're saying well, you I disagree. Think that, I'm thinking, you're saying that he fleshes out this world and all. Because you've seen the world on the TV. So that's why you have the world pictured for you. Whereas I think the book, I don't think, actually fleshes it out quite as well. You know, it's that the two exist together. It's hard to separate them. Like You know what I mean? I, I definitely read Shawshank Redemption before I saw the film. You know, I did too. and it fully created its world for me. But like, like, if you think, if you think of James over the years, he's always been mad for Shawshank Redemption the film. Yeah. Always been mad for it. He get all the box sets, likes watching all the featurettes, knowing everything about it. Co- not constantly, but regularly quoting lines from the film. Um, what's that one? Get busy living. Get busy, busy living, or get busy dying, boy. There's no boy and in there's, it, but there's loads of lines like that, and it was very good. But you were never on about the book that much now. It was always talk of the film. The ah, film is what consumed you. It was I not. I don't agree with that. I think you. the film is fantastic, but How I also think the book is fantastic that? in two different it's ways. Facts. It's not. It's not facts. Well, I, I mean, if you're having a conversation with someone and you want to make a reference, you're going to refer to the thing that you've both seen. No, no, no. The thing that that was energizing them. But why didn't you go out and buy fifty copies of the book? Because we have the DVD. How would we do that? I don't know. Why are we buying 50 <laughs> copies of the DVD? Like, I don't know. Go get them all. And then what's the other story? What's the other story? I've talked crap about three of the stories and it's not been... Reading method. Maybe. The breathing method. What's that? That, one's, what's that? That, one's, that one's a miss now. That one's, that a, one's a, a miss. miss. That one's a miss. It's about like, a guy... So it's like these old old doctors like meeting up telling stories about the most interesting things they had in their yeah. lives. And this one guy was like... He's a... Uh, like... Uh, Helped people through birth and all that, like, and uh, he had this breathing method that he really made this woman focus on, and then she got in an accident and got her head chopped off. But she still had the baby. She was so focused on the breathing, she kept doing the breathing mm-hmm. until the baby came out, and then she let one tear out, mm-hmm. and then she died. But her head was decapitated from her body. Totally yeah, decapitated. Yeah. Decapitated. <laughs> alright so yeah Stephen King comes out with these sometimes they're kind of just a little story and he just goes he works his way through it and it's the end it's not that great so your book is a 3 out of a 4 that's interesting well no let's let's rate it on stars right and let's be generous here right 3 stars Shawshank. 4 <laughs> Shawshank right is 
10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Body is 10 out of 10. Our pupil is 10 out of 10. Next one, let's no. be generous. It's no. 0 out of 10, right? <laughs> your book, your book also is 10 out of 10. That means I'm 30 and you're 10. Yeah, but you can't rate like a short story the same as you rate a book. Oh, so you I think... make all these rules and you never say them. And then I just can't do anything because you just make up rules to deny me my rights. I mean, to be fair now, we yeah, do make up rules in every single battle <laughs> that we have. Yeah, that's true. I, I think with Shawshank Redemption, you've got an amazing, like I said, 10 out of 10, amazing story. It would be an amazing book as it was by itself. And you get three bonus stories. You know? Yeah. And that's one the of way. the bonus is a kick in the nuts. <laughs> you got to take the good and the bad. And... The only other thing I'd say in argument of different seasons is it is four self-contained stories, whereas Northern Lights is the beginning of a of a trilogy, you know. Of a mediocre trilogy, yeah. Let's vote, Anna. I'm ready to vote. I vote for Northern Lights. <laughs> <laughs> I vote for different seasons. I'll also vote for different seasons because Shawshank <laughs> is just too good. Well, there you, you go. Even, you just call it Shawshank because like, the film, like. Look at Sorry, Rita, Hayward, Rita Hayward and Shawshank Redemption is too good. What's it called, Andrew? Rita Hayward and the Shawshank Redemption. What about this light thing you tried to put on us around? Oh, they've, they've another oh, Prince Colonel. Well. That's that's a subheading. I went and looked it up. Oh, is it? Colonel Colonel Sanders Kentucky Fried Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's the end of our first round. Now that we're finished with that, it's time to jump in the hole. It's time to jump and grab your knuckles, grab your butt, put them together. It's knuckle butts hole. Knuckle butt. Yeah, so this is a knuckle butt sound hole, and you know, you I know you all want to know what's been tickling my little sound hole today, and I got one for you. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. No, no. Oh, I'm actually not ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Are you going to play something now? Are you going to play some music now? I mean, he, he said, Are we ready? And he hasn't done anything. I know he hasn't done anything. He hasn't said anything. I'm really confused. On. What are you pointing at your nose for? Well, yeah. Oh, God. Look, I don't have anything for Sender of the Week. I had a baby <laughs> a week and a half ago. Or a week. Oh, no, it's a week ago today. So, uh, yeah, no, I've not gotten in for the end of the week. But stay tuned for next week because my album is coming out and you should buy it. It's Fiverr Plus. I might buy this one. You should. You should. You should. Can I listen to it yeah. beforehand? Uh, I think so, yeah. I think on Bandcamp you, you can, yeah. You can, well, to be honest, Andrew, you can just listen to it on Bandcamp and you, you never have to pay for it. Yeah, or Audius. You can listen to it on Audius for free as well. So where am I actually going to give you the money? Should I drive Bank to your camp. house? No, don't come to my house. Why can't you just put it on the Spotify or the Apples? Uh, you have to pay to put things on Spotify. It's like twenty euro or thirty euro or forty euro to put them on scam. Spotify. Yeah, or possibly scam. Is, is, oh no, it's a scam because like, oh, do you know how much music is uploaded to Spotify? That's fifty okay. million times better than mine. Right. So we'll move on to our next <laughs> round. No, hang on. Though. I want to get back to that point. But do you not think it'd be like it'd be a lot easier for everyone to listen to your music if you just put up a Spotify link? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, yeah. But I don't necessarily want people to listen to music. I want people oh, to give me money. So there's no purchase, <laughs> purchase option on Spotify anyway, is there? No. No, there's not. No, All no. you get is like 0. 0.00001 of a cent. Ah, so. well, yeah, go buy Stephen's music. But before, speaking of music, let's dive into our next semi, our first semi-final. 
where we have Soul Music by Terry Pratchett, chosen by Stephen, versus Small Gods by Terry Pratchett. <laughs> Wait, you say small balls? Small balls. Small balls. Small, small gods. Balls. Chosen by me. Well, which of these is better? That's the question. I think it's Wait. small gods. I think small gods is better. I think it probably is because un- unlike soul music, definitely has a lot of references to other Discworld stuff. Whereas small gods is like its own kind of encapsulated yeah. story in a lot of ways like it you could really go and read that story you could give that to somebody who hadn't read any other discord books and say here's here's a good story mm. well small cards is an interesting i must like isn't it yeah yeah a little bit of something too like i don't think it's all music might just be good characters and good yeah it's about like rock and roll and all that like but... <laughs> what more do you want than good characters and good events like that's have a premise to have a meaning the premise is what happens if you get music to come out of rocks what happens when the That's room is swinging? What happens when the room is swinging? Like, you know, it's popping. No, I think soul music is great, but as as soon as James picked Small Gods, I was like, oh, dang. Mm. That's that's a better Terry Pratchett book. You thought to yourself, dang, if I get past these first two of Andrew's picks and these two of me. <laughs> I'm boned. Mm. Uh, yeah, so yeah I, I don't think this is going I to be a really... hard... Battle no, it's not really... because I really think I think uh, that God's book is better. It's I remember like Small I read gods. that once, Small God's book. I read that so many times, yeah, so yeah. many times. And I don't care about the religion part, but that's not really interesting. Like, I don't know. If, I don't know if I. I think it's funny. Think... I think the, the 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 book. Well, the idea that um, I don't know how to explain myself. I explain myself in the next round. Cool. Um, I was going to say the the actual book itself that like we had I, I don't know if I still have it or not but I definitely remember it was basically like falling apart like the cover was falling off it the, the pages were all bent up and curled up because we read it so many times like <laughs> I'm also ready to vote Small Gods yeah yeah I'm going to vote for Small Gods as well there you go Small Gods goes through to the final Really the other semi-final quick fire this one will probably be a bit more contentious 1984 chosen by Stephen versus different season chosen by Andrew I don't think it's going to be more contentious like I'm definitely going to be voting for 1984 in this no round I have I. no doubt about that no way man. but I don't I think I'm going to struggle to convince James to vote for 1984 what did 1984 be uh, I don't know stand, stand. I like, barely bet that and I never even heard of that <laughs> Yeah, but you're uncultured, like I'm you uncultured. uncultured swine. You're not you uncultured, know, but just the culture I that you have is not good. Reading for just knowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that line already, and it was good <laughs> the first three times I heard it. <laughs> but the, the second time was you telling the audience oh, friends. Um, yeah, I think I don't think this is a hard. In my head, this isn't a hard one either. I don't see how 1984 because 1984 is so bleak. Yeah, um, it is. And whereas mono- Shawshank yeah. is obviously just all about hope. And that's the kind of yeah. stories I like. Like, it is a, a pure story about hope. As you said, the, mm. the subtitle is Hope Springs Eternal or whatever. And Doesn't he get butt raped in it? Yeah, uh, I hope I get butt raped. I hope I, I, hope <laughs> I don't get butt raped, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> two two <laughs> very different points of view on the same book. 
Yeah, I, I'm struggling to find a reason not to vote for. Look, I'm trying to Google differences between Shawshank Redemption, the book, and the film, and then try to catch you out on it. Yeah, right, and say like, that. "Oh, remember when this happened in the book?" Yeah, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember that?" But no, it didn't happen in the book. It happened in a film. But the film uh, is a pretty like accurate. Like, no, takeover it's not movie. accurate. It's, it's pretty not accurate, accurate. I said. No, it's not. But every shit thing about it is in the film, not in the book. <laughs> Because the book doesn't cover that much. Because it's a novella. It's short. It'll be like but a 40 it's, it, it is TV the show. longest of the four things in there. Like I think it's like... Mm. Near, but my favourite is book, to be honest. My favourite novella. Like, imagine you're, imagine you're a chapter... Like, you're Stephen King and you're going writing a book. And you go and put Stand By Me and Shawshank Redemption into one no, book. That's crazy. Jeez, he was on the ball. He used to be on the cocaine, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, the old... Creation, especially around that time. Powder. Jail creation dandruff. That's it. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a, a rumor that the app pupil story is the like is the play that uh, Jack in The Shining is writing in the hotel. Oh really? Because mm-hmm. it's the same what? characters. The name of the characters is the same as what he's his characters are in that story. Another cool That's little Stephen King connected universe layer. He's always like this. Do you know though? Stephen King is kind of a sickener to me. Like he's always like constant reader. <laughs> I love that shit. You know, though. Stuff. I, I love his I little. When I, yeah, I liked it when I was sixteen. Like, but when you look back in it now, and ever since uh, I went to big boy school and they taught me how to read books, and I went back and tried to read Stephen King books, I couldn't do it. I could not uh, do it. If we ever, right, we go back on ourselves in every argument. But we had a freaking argument on this podcast at one point, and I made that point that Stephen King's books are books for white trash people, and you agreed with me, disagreed with me so fucking hard. I don't remember that. Do you remember that, James? I have no recollection of this. I don't know how what? it came up, but it definitely what came context? up. What context? I don't know what context it was. I don't know. I think you're sick in the head, man. I don't think. I don't know. I'm sick in the head, but I think I'm right on this one. <laughs> I don't remember that because this is a burden I've been carrying now for the last three or four, maybe five years even. Does your man have any good books? This other lad. The other George guy. Orwell. Orson Welles, yeah. Orson Welles, yeah, he has a few now. He's got one. It's more of a pamphlet now than a book. But it's very well, it's been very well received. I think it's called something like Words and Shit or Words and Things. Or <laughs> words like and Things. And it's very, 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 very good. Um, well, Animal Farm. He's got some other famous one. ones like The Legal Now, of course, that type of stuff. He's which? The Time Machine. It's another big one of his. What? The Time Machine. About travelling forward in time. I think that's a different lad now, Jim. I think I that's think Doctor so. Who he's talking about. That'd be something beginning with a V. Vinicius Vernon. Jules, Jules Verne, that Jules is. Verne. That's not Jules Verne. Someone Google him. Like right, I'm I don't know. Someone Google. Someone Google. How do you get a? How do you get an honors in an undergraduate English literature course and you read those books? My reputation is riding on this. It's yeah, such a moment for me. Do, 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 do. Oh, James, how can it take did, this long to Google? Did Animal Farm. James. Yeah. James. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I wanna. I wanna prove him wrong. Okay, he did Animal Farm. Come on, like yeah, if it cool. takes you this there's long to Google it, there's a big list. It. He wrote a lot of shit. 
Um, yeah, but if it takes you this long to find, what did you Google? Did you just Google what did Arsenal? I Wells went write? to George Orwell on the Wikipedia. Arsenal Arsenal Wells George Orwell time machine. Why? <laughs> Get out of here, like. Because that would just proved them too quick. Fine, I'll do that then. Jesus. Time machine. Oh, definitely has H.G. Wells. H.G. Wells. Oh, it's H.G. Wells. Wells that is a different person. Yeah. You're right. Oh. Did he do War of the Worlds? That... No, he didn't do speculative fiction of that variety. That, that was, was Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. No, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. George Orwell. This is the best part of the podcast. Andrew, what are you doing with your camera, no, son? I, I tried to get it back up the way I had it. All right, oh, yeah. can we move on? We did not. Yeah, we we move on. Jim, all right, you're not going to be right. Like, the Google just told you you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was having, I was just trying to see what else he did. He did Animal Fireman. That was kind of it, really. Oh. You made it go as the longest list. get to this point, and that was the first point you made in this argument. I know. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> and it's moo. It has no bearing on this book. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I'll pop off a vote for different seasons then, anyway. Yeah, same. <laughs> Based on what? Based on... <laughs> <laughs> Based on the Orson Welles didn't write either Time Machine exactly. or 1984. Yeah. And I mean, the whole Tom Cruise Scientology thing is also another negative. I'd much rather have Stephen King like... in the final than fucking George Orwell. Now, why did you vote not saying? Who couldn't write his way out of a paper bag? I, I finished saying something and I was totally silent, and then he's both talked at the same time. Well, Idiot. James has such bad internet lag, it's very hard to have it a conversation. Bad, it? It's really bad. It's quite bad tonight. Mm. Luckily, I'm so handsome. Before we move on to the final, we oh, have I'm to take really a little trip to, to our favourite place. Oh, Everybody's favourite zone, the place we all want to be. It is Andy's Corner. We're coming to find you, Andrew. Are you in the corner or are you up your bum? Let me up! <laughs> right, so I have two for Andy's Corner now this week. Oh, okay. So what I'm going to do, right, is I'm going to say both of them. We're going to do both of them. And okay. if they both turn out really short, then it's just going to be one Andy's Corner. But if they both turn out really long, used to magicians can just chop it up and use it for next week. Right. So with that, um, seeing as it's a new year and it's our new year podcast, Mm-hmm. What are some promises that you've made to yourself that you will do this year? Now, some people call them New Year's resolutions, and I hate New Year's resolutions. So I'm just going to ask you, what are some promises you've made to yourself that you're so going to So what are do? your New Year's resolutions, just with a different oh, name, so Andrew doesn't feel tacky? I hate when people say that. I like the phrase, and I like that phrase, and what are promises you've made to yourself? That's cool. Yeah. Because a promise can be broken, but I think oh, once so you've resolved... Easy. Like it's a resolution you've resolved. That sounds like it's already over. I think I if really you like make that. a New Year's resolution, you're destined to fail. I think you're destined to fail no matter what you do. I think, yeah, I think you are. But it's the doing. Is the is the doing is grand. Get but, busy um, doing or get busy done. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the famous line. Um, good question. I don't really have any specific promise that I've made to myself, but I have about seventy. Yeah, big like big improvement on all aspects of me as an individual now I would say you know what I got for Christmas I got a book of my mother saying <laughs> make your personality better wow was how was to. it was a how to se- it was a how to self help book make yourself a better person here's how subtle thank you, subtle. Thank you. 
I'd rather some bad stuffing now than that type of book. <laughs> Real gracious. <coughs> what about you, Jim? Any New Year's uh, promises? Yeah, I don't really do much of the New Year's resolution stuff either. I want to try and put out some more games this year, small games, but hopefully try and finish the book I was writing. But who knows? Mostly just now get this, stuff done. That's been a long time now, hasn't it? This book that you're writing, Jim. Now, would this be four small books inside one, or would it be? Oh one no, this is this is only book? one big one. One big book, all right. Yeah, that's interesting. What you gonna call it? 1987. <laughs> and what about you, Andrew? What are your fantastical hopes for the year? What are your promises you made to yourself in your heart? Uh, I don't want to commit to too much. Oh, but I want to fail a gig and start a college course. Ah, dreaming big, dreaming big. That, I should say, is that just so Play you can join in with Stephen gloating about like when I went to college, I learned how to be a better person? No, well, my plan is to go to college to get a degree to earn more money oh. and to eventually work a four-day working week. So I, think I mean, Stephen didn't do that, like so. I know that's the problem. Oh, yeah, I don't, my I don't old college like... thing. Yeah, don't be like, don't do what I did. Um. So tell me about this gig now. How's this going to come about? I know you're getting back into playing your ukulele. Yeah. So what do you, you have? How do you think it's going to come about? Like, is it just going to be yourself playing the gig? I'm interested. You know, I like music and I like people who play music, and I'm starting to like you a tiny, tiny bit more. It'd be <laughs> hard for me to like you less. Let's put it that way. Well, no. See, my whole thing is I only want to play music to get like 150 over for playing a few songs on a Saturday night. Right. I don't want to go around fucking cowboy cards. They call them. Cowboy card, yeah, that's that's my dream. And just right. get the old buzz, like, you know? Get out there in the pub. The buzz. That's a Three good free pints. I tell, Three I tell free you what, pints from the bar. I tell you what we should do. We should aim to do a Doyle Boys live show. Oh, absolutely. I'd be down to that. We live in different countries. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure the we internet's can... now. It's easy. And hmm. none of us. No, it's very difficult, actually. Could you um, imagine two um, of us on the stage and one of us on a laptop? <laughs> <laughs> just an iPad on a fucking screen. <laughs> yeah. none, none, none of us can sing. I just, I just, uh, have you not? Just can sing. Have you not heard the like, the Doyle Boys, like the Knucklebush Corner intro and the Andy's Corner intro? They're beautiful. It, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I have heard them. That's another one of my promises that I've made myself this year. And so, what are some promises we're going to break this year? That's what I want to know. I'm uh, not going to get healthy. That's the promise I'm going to break. I'm not going to do pro- it. Oh no, no, no! Promise I'm going to break is I probably won't release any games and I probably won't finish that book. So. <laughs> I'm fairly certain that I'm gonna play a gig this year and start a college course. Well, like one of them, one of them is like. A, 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 is like this a, the end of Andy's corner? Are we still talking about this. It's a professional diploma. Actually, no. I just want to ask you this. One of them was a professional diploma. What's that? Uh, what VTAC level is it? That's the question. Because it sounds like it's very low. I don't it know, has no to be idea. six, right? It has to be a six, or at least a no. five. Oh, that's I don't I'll know find what that's any of those numbers out. mean. That's your goal this year. Find out what That's <laughs> your goal set. Right. There you go. What a fantastic time in Andy's corner. Fuck me, that was the worst one. Yet. <laughs> Why? Why? Because not it was just us talking. That was the problem. There was actually nothing. That's what Andy's corner is. Us talking. <laughs> Andy's corner is something different every time you say, Oh, that's what Andy's corner is. Yeah, but it's always us talking. That's the one thing there needs to be is us talking. <laughs> yeah, but talking about nothing. Well, luckily, we didn't have to subject ourselves to a second topic. That one went on for a oh, long enough. Oh, what's your second well, topic, actually? Yeah, what have you got? 
How long are we recording for? Not long enough. Yeah, go on, fire it. Uh, what was the one you said? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to move on from it. Do you want me to say it? <laughs> no, I have. You know those hair lads now being fucking... Ah, fuck, I've bodged it. You know those hair lads now being cocksure. What does that you mean? never hear lads being cock-weary. <laughs> that wasn't it. That wasn't it. <laughs> You're supposed to say, oh, you always hear people being cocksure, you know, like confident, confident. You have to kind of play it, right? Confident, confident. But you never... Never, never, yeah. <laughs> but you never... <laughs> you never... <laughs> You never hear lads being cock unsure. <laughs> I like my own more. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think both of those were terrible. So let's uh, move on. My other one for next week. Let's move on to our final battle for the night. We have Small Gods by Terry Pratchett versus Different Seasons by Stephen King. Who's a better writer, Terry Pratchett or Stephen King? Oh my Who god. Who knows? Your voice is Terry Pratchett. We have Small Gods or Stephen King. Who's about the greater? Pressure, Stephen King. Ah, sure, it'll be grand in the recording. That's how the lag went. Yes, I think uh, Terry Pratchett is a better writer than Stephen King. So there you have it, I've said it. I could hear that. Uh, Of course you could hear that, it supports your argument. (laughs) Yeah, I would say Terry Pratchett is, is better than Stephen King. I mean I Stephen think, King is literature for white trash people now I think we've, we've talked about like film and TV ap- adaptations just trash people why do you have to say the white part we've talked about film and TV adaptations for various stuff along the way here like and a lot of Stephen King stuff has always moved. been moved no but I have, this, is a, this is an actual point a lot of Stephen King stuff gets turned into TV stuff and it works really well all the Terry practice stuff I, generally speaking doesn't work well as a TV or film it's almost too good for TV though like it's almost yeah I, I think I one of the things about Terry Pratchett's writing is it has to be a book like the way he interjects jokes and how so many of the jokes are about the way words are written and how yeah. it like substitutes with different words and things that can only work as a book and the whole like annotations and footnotes mm, yeah, at the bottom yeah. of pages like that yeah, just doesn't yeah. translate into the films and there's some of the best bits about the books like you know yeah well, I, I've always thought that that's a very good point I never thought that but I've always thought that one of the big issues with putting Terry Pratchett stuff on the screen is just like goblins and monsters and ghibli goos mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. and sure you're just looking at me and go sure that's just a lad in fancy dress like yeah, I, that yeah. just puts me off when you see stuff or, like that or it's Stephen King's writing almost lends itself to going to TV because the dialogue is so good yeah and a lot of it like the way people no interact with each other I don't know the dialogue kind of is off-putting to me when I go back and read it it's very forced in a way well I think I think I've just I don't know what it is but I cannot read Stephen King anymore there's something about the way that people (laughs) I don't think I'm better than everyone else I think everyone's really really bad and I'm one of those everyone's (laughs) Um, so yeah Stephen King I just think there's always just all these it's all catchphrases the whole thing is catchphrases I feel like it's always building up just so we can say that we're going to parlay for a while and you know it's always this kind of gimmicky kind of American I don't I don't um, think that's true but I think you latch onto those things because they're interesting but like it's not like he overly uses them in that way like the biggest catchphrase of Shawshank is the get busy living or get busy dying but like that's maybe mentioned twice mm. you know what I mean and like yeah as you said 
different seasons. Like Shawshank personally had a huge effect on my life. Like that whole get busy living thing is like a motto that I lived by for a long time. Um but at the end of the day yeah. it is only a portion of that story of that book and as good as it is I think Small Gods as a whole is fantastic all the way through yeah so Small Gods is the best book ever do you think yeah you couldn't really say that could you but I couldn't say different like the Bible is better than the Small Gods like. the, uh, so much better like how could like why is this podcast so bad why does always bad things come out of it because we're so biased it. Yeah, everyone's biased. Like I do think Smog I think it's I think Small Gods is gonna win, right? But it makes no sense. No, he just says I that think now, w- I think we said start thinking, Oh sure Small God's gonna win. Sure Steven said it. <laughs> I don't care. I don't have a horse in this race like I but, think um, I think no, it's different seasons would be more the populist vote and would probably make sense to more people. But that's just because mm. not enough people have read Terry Pratchett. Yeah, I don't think many people would have read Small Gods. But um I think I think the problem here is that we didn't make very good picks from the start. I think there could have been better picks here, but uh, I think it's probably too late for me to say that now. It's a bit late. I think now. my picks weren't great. When like, I picked, I, mean, I picked the winning book, like so. That's true. You've picked the winning book. Should we make it official? Should we go for? Sure we will. I'm gonna vote obviously for my pick, Small Gods. Randy Pandy. I think I will vote for different seasons. There was a lot of talk went into that one. I appreciate that. I no, I wasn't thinking. I was just speaking slowly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I'll uh, also have to vote for different seasons because it's four books in one. So what? Four books. What are you doing? Why would you pick the wrong thing? Why does he do this to me? Why does he do this to me? I was so convinced he was going to say small gods too. Yeah, I was convinced of that as well. Why are you so? Why are you so Stephen? <laughs> last last minute flip flops kind of becoming my thing. Like, yeah, yeah, it is an important part. It's almost it's pretty almost dull when you keep doing it. Has anything for flip flop back? Yeah, nugget butts hold has become problematic. <laughs> no, I don't flip flop back. I only snip, flip. Snap, 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 snip. Nugget butts corners become kind of like Jeffrey Epstein. Really problematic, and everyone associated with it is kind of getting marked down. Yeah. How do you mean? Because Jeffrey Epstein diddled kids. Oh, there's not been another diddle on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember that time you revealed to me that that dude, Chris Rock, Rock was a diddler because yeah. he's associated with Epstein. Yeah. You see? So uh, imagine Nugget Corner, me, is Jeffrey Epstein, right? You're Chris Rock. Everyone used to think you're cool and everyone's like, oh, he was in Nugget Corner last week. Oh, Fuck yeah. that guy. That's what I'm saying. Wow. We gotta fix Nugget Corner. I get you, I get you. And on, you on, get me. on that bombshell. And who's James then? Oh, he's Prince Andrew. <laughs> Ooh. I lost my. What, what did Prince, Prince Andrew say recently? Oh, he said he can't sweat. Kids or can't he can't sweat, sweat. yeah. He, he doesn't <laughs> exactly. produce sweat. Yeah. What? I couldn't do those kids. I don't produce sweat. <laughs> you know, logical statements. Yeah. I thought he was dead, that dude. That. That Prince Andrew fellow was dead. He survived. He like, survived when was his argument saying that I don't produce sweat? Like, was one of, did one of the girls say like, "Oh, this greasy old bastard of sweat"? No, I mean, like, <laughs> probably something like that. I like, haven't paid any attention to disgusting. it because he's just no, a weirdo. They're attention. all a bunch of weirdos. So. Yeah, yeah, they're horrible, horrible bastards. people. But I don't understand. Oh, anyway, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. This has been a great podcast. We talked about a lot of things. <laughs> we got through a lot. 
Well, I love this podcast. Enough. I freaking love it. I do enjoy doing the podcast, and I think the best thing about this particular episode was just that it was the first one of the year, and it got us going. And we have something to build on from this point. <laughs> Jesus' favorite thing it's about the episode is that it's over. I wonder what the listeners have gotten out of this episode. Because I don't think there's... There's a lot of times where we were referring to what one another were doing on camera. And nobody can see that, you know what I mean? Yeah, you get the I idea. think we just had a giggle to ourselves more than anything. Yeah. We? Anyway, we'll wrap up the show... Uh, if you want to contact us, Doyle Boys Pod on all Twitter and Instagram and all that fun stuff. Find us mm-hmm. on all the cool places. Find me, Games Plus James, wherever you want to find me. And tell me I'm handsome. Stephen, where can they find you? Find me lurking behind Games Plus James, telling them you're so beautiful. Or as Knucklebutt on any platform. What about you, January, baby? Um, That's it. I have now deleted my Facebook and deleted my Instagrams. Mm. So I'm fully committed to being the social media manager. Oh, I can't wait. Doyle Boy's Instagram page solely. What about Doyle Boy's TikTok? You could you could nah. log into the TikTok. Nah. Nah. Well, sure, we'll Maybe see how Instagram goes, right? Maybe. When everybody sees wait, all the re- amazing pictures yeah, going up on Instagram now. Well, you still have to They'll know who to blame. Pictures. We should uh, end this on a high note now. Let's get some energy going here. Sure, Stephen buys me that laptop. I'm not buying it yet. the show.